Hi everyone and welcome to the Be You Mum podcast. I'm Annie, mum, wife, nutritional therapist, music lover and believer that animal print will never go out of fashion. I believe that we are at our most happiest and healthiest when all parts of ourselves are aligned and singing in harmony, the mind, body, heart and spirit. For me, like most, motherhood has been life-changing. It has opened up so many opportunities to learn more about myself and grow and become a better version of me and generally better human being. So this is what this podcast is all about. Conversations with awesome people who will inspire, inform and empower you to be more you at your brightest and best. Just like health and happiness, I believe there is no one-size-fits-all approach to motherhood. Learning to better understand, love and be yourself is one of the greatest gifts we can give our children. So I hope you will join me on this podcast journey of self-discovery, self-growth and self-love because when we connect with ourselves and step into our personal power, our mummy magic can truly shine. So please keep listening and remember, always be more you. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 11 of the Be You Mum podcast with me, Annie Breen. This week I'm joined by Jessie Lort. Jessie is a life coach and transformational breath facilitator whose mission is to help others break negative patterns, heal from past trauma and to live a fully conscious and authentic life. Jessie discovered breathwork after leaving the challenges of her corporate world behind four years ago. It was life-changing for her. It allowed her to reconnect with herself, manage stress, improve her relationships, and integrate past trauma and find her calling. Really amazing. Jessie trained in Brazil, Mexico, the US, and now is based in London in the UK. She shares this powerful tool through the work that she does to help people transform their own lives. Jessie is so passionate about working with individuals, groups, businesses, and also children as they are our future. With this tool, anyone will be able to build their confidence and support their mental health, helping to shape a more conscious future for all. I absolutely loved my conversation with Jessie. I think it's so powerful. And to think that our breath is so undervalued and underused. We carry our lungs everywhere, yet we're not utilizing that tool that can really help center ourselves and bring us back into that more calm, parasympathetic state. So, so useful for us mums out there. If you want to find someone in your area that does the work that Jessie does, as Jessie is based in London, and sometimes this is done or better done face-to-face, you can check out the Transformational Breath website. So it's transformationalbreath.co.uk and you can search for facilitators by your location. I will, of course, put Jessie's social media platforms and website in the show notes. So without further ado, let's get into episode 11 with Jessie. She truly is a breath of fresh air. So hi, Jessie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Annie. Thank you for having me here. 
Oh, I'm so excited. We came across each other when we both did Lucy Sheridan's The Good Gram Challenge, didn't we? And um, I was looking for a breathwork coach at the time to come on the podcast because I literally speak about it all the time with my clients and how important it is to use our breath. I think um, it's such an important tool and we carry our lungs everywhere, but it's so undervalued and underused. So I'm so excited. I know that so many people, everyone listening will benefit from listening to you today and hearing your experience and your words of wisdom and your recommendations around how we can really utilize our breath to improve our health. Um, so if you could just start by introducing yourself, Jesse, and what it is you actually do, and I would love to hear what led you to be doing this work as well. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited that, um, as you mentioned, you're interested to know more about breath work because it's, it's so key for us and it's something I think more and more people are paying attention to because how we breathe is so important and it really impacts how we live our life. So day to day, we don't really give our breath any attention, I guess. We might pay attention to how much we're eating, what we're eating, how much we're drinking, but not necessarily how we're breathing. And this is a huge impact on our life and how we live. So um, what I do is I actually teach a breath work called transformational breath. And transformational breath is a self-healing breathing technique that you can learn to help open up your respiratory system, reconnect yourself and just start releasing any tension that you might have in the body that's restricting your breath and help us restore ourselves to our most natural breathing pattern. So I'll talk a bit more about transformational breath. Um, but what led me to find breath work, it's actually... Um, my background is actually in corporate, in HR and recruitment, and I've done that for 12, maybe 15 years, and I was working in Australia and in London, and my most recent role was about four years ago in London, and it's working for a bank in HR, and it was quite high stress, and at the time, I didn't have the right tools to necessarily deal with it, and I found myself in the office very early, in the office very late, working at home, on the train, attached to my Blackberry, always on my emails, not eating well, drinking too much. It was affecting all of my relationships because I had no idea how to cope with the stress and the pressure that I was under. And so it was impacting my life in a really negative way. And it got to the point that I was like, oh, you know, this is enough. And I decided to leave. And this is when I found myself in Brazil, of all places. Um, and I found myself in Brazil where I then retrained as a coach, a wellness coach. So I've trained with the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and I connected with someone who was teaching breath work and they had just certified in this technique, transformational breath. And I went along to a class and straight away connected with it in, a, in the sense that I was curious. I was like, what is this that I've just done? It really had a, a deep impact on me. Um, and I've never experienced anything like it. I tried all sorts of, of different therapies and, you know, yoga, or acupuncture therapies and everything works in its own right. But this breath work, I was like, wow, I had such a different experience and felt so calm and connected to myself afterwards that I continued going to these classes. 
And then the person was organizing the training out there in Brazil. And I decided to attend out of curiosity. And it's at that point during the training, I had some huge breakthroughs. And what was really happening is that when I was connecting with my breath and I was breathing, I was releasing all the tension and the baggage and everything in my body that I didn't realize that was there. So we walk around day to day, we're very much in our heads and we're thinking about things and we can be overstimulated because there's lots of things happening all the time that we control our breath to manage that sensation. So um, say for example, if you're trying to get a task done, you might be focusing on that, your, your breath is changing. So it might be a bit more shallow or you might be controlling your breath a little bit. Um, and so we're very much in our heads. So when we take a deep conscious breath, we're actually releasing that tension and connecting with it to then allow that, that connection and that tension to release in the body. So when I was doing this breath work and continuing to do that, um, I had some huge breakthroughs, which made me realize I was carrying trauma in my body that I had experienced when I was a teenager. So my dad had passed away when I was 16 um, in a fire and I'd had a number of therapies throughout my life to, to deal with that. Um, and in my conscious mind, I had dealt with it. But what I hadn't realized that I was still carrying it in my unconscious and in my body. So by using breath and the breath work, to actually connect my mind and body and really integrate what I was still carrying, I had some huge releases and I didn't even know it was there. And after this, I felt so connected to self that I was able to see things differently and react to things differently in my life. So I found that what had actually happened to me when I was in the corporate world and I wasn't coping with stress and I wasn't able to, to manage my life very well, is that I'd lost connection with self. And I was looking outside externally for solutions and fixes and keeping myself distracted. And what I needed to do was look within. And so by connecting with my breath and doing this breath work, that's exactly what it did. So it brought me back to self, I think. And um, the biggest thing it's done for me since then is how I live my life in every aspect of the word. So how I react to situations, how I see things and how I respond. So for example, if I have a situation now where <clears throat> something goes wrong, a few years ago, I would have been like, oh my God, I can't believe that's happened. And, da, 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 and like literally bang, 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 like crazy, all these emotions flying everywhere. And now I might be like, oh, that's interesting. And just understanding that actually that's nothing to do with me. Uh, whatever's happening, I can approach it in a different way. I've got the tools to do that. And just returning to my breath and returning to self helps me do that. So I think I kind of went off on, on my background a bit more than the breath work, but we can come back to that. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful because it really gives an insight to how powerful this tool is. I mean, for you to have those breakthroughs. And I think there's so many of us that are walking around carrying trauma, carrying stresses from way before, maybe going back as far as childhood and before that, that we're just not aware of it because you, like you said, trauma is stored in the body, the unconscious mind. I see the body as the unconscious mind. Um, and it's very, very clever at keeping you safe. And that's essentially what it's doing. But if we're not letting anything out and we're not exhaling, then we're just suppressing that and keeping it kind of locked away. So 
I think that's really beautiful. And I read somewhere that it's impossible to feel anxious when you're exhaling, which is, mm. uh, which is probably essentially what you're talking about. And I'm just really interested. There's so many things going around my head, but when you talked about those breakthroughs and how this breath work brought you back to self, so many of us are trying to achieve that that self-connection. So many of us coaches harp on about it, self-connection. I think for a lot of us, we don't really, um, not so much in the coaching um, realm, but you know, general public, it sounds a bit woo-woo, cliched, like self-connection. What does that actually mean? But I would love you to just describe what it felt like for you, because I think we can all relate to that feeling. What does like self-connected Jesse feel like compared to that corporate, highly stressed? What are the differences? The first things I can say is calm, safety, and grounded. Beautiful. It's about being really grounded in my body. And that's what the breath work really does. Um, it brings us back into our body and helps us ground us in our energy and gives us that sense of safety because as I mentioned before, when we're very much in our heads and we're thinking about other things and we're looking externally, we're looking outside for the answers and the solutions. Whereas if we can breathe and connect with our breath, our breath brings us back into the present moment. You can't be more present than with your breath. So by focusing on how we're breathing and bringing our breath in and bringing the breath deep down into the belly, it helps us feel grounded. So this is what we teach in transformational breath. So I'll tell you a bit about the transformational breath. So this technique, it works on, on different levels. So it works on our physical level to open up our respiratory system and get everything working efficiently. Um, in particular, our diaphragm, which is our primary breathing muscle. So we're working on the physical level um, and the mental emotional level. So we talked about our emotions and how we can control our breath with our emotions. So it works on that level as well. And then spiritual level. Now spiritual, some people are like, oh, well, I'm not religious or anything like that. And it, it doesn't have to mean anything religious. Spirituality can mean it, whatever it means to you. And it could be a connection to self. Like I said, for me, it was connection to myself and higher self. It could be connection to source. It could be connection to faith. So transformational breath working on these different levels when we breathe we are connecting and joining and integrating all of that together so it can be really powerful so on the physical level we're opening up our breath we're taking in more oxygen we're allowing the oxygen to um function um function to flow efficiently through the body and improve function um just by taking a deep diaphragmatic breath so if you think about how you might be breathing and the different breathing patterns that are out there, when you pause and pay attention, how are you breathing right now? And I'll ask the listeners as well, just to pay attention to how you're breathing right now. Are you breathing quite deep? Are you breathing quite shallow? Are you breathing in your chest or in your belly? Is it a bit of both? You know, just really pay attention to your breath and how it's moving and how it's flowing and each one of us have a completely individual breathing pattern. It's as individual as a fingerprint, actually. And that's because of the different life experiences we have and how we hold our breath and how we, we've controlled it in the past. So each one of us are individual. But the key thing we need to remember is to use our diaphragm to breathe. Because, as I said, our diaphragm is our primary breathing muscle. It sits below the rib cage. And on the inhale, it expands and contracts. 
and our belly should rise and expand on the inhale and then fall on the exhale but if this isn't happening because maybe we're controlling our breath and our diaphragm remains locked when we inhale breath might just go into the chest more and this creates a different response in the body and i'm not saying any of this is bad but um it's just different we've all got different breathing patterns so it's just being aware of that and paying attention to how we're breathing because if we're breathing in the chest for example for uh, an extended period of time then what's happening is we're triggering our sympathetic nervous system and that's our fight or flight response and now this can be useful for us um in particular if we're in danger or something you know our cortisol levels are raising the body and we're we're having a stress response but it can be used in a positive sense if we need that extra energy at that time but to remain in that state for an extended period of time can have a negative impact because we could well be sitting at a desk and it could be our inbox that triggers that fight or flight response so we're having this this response our stress response in our body but there's nowhere for that to be released and so it's remaining in the body and we're in a in a heightened state for an extended period of time and this can start to impact us in a different way so what we can do is if we're aware of this and we catch ourselves breathing in that way for an extended period is to take a deep breath and if we take a deep breath and just feel the belly rise and let it go when we use the diaphragm what we're doing is we're activating our parasympathetic nervous system and our parasympathetic nervous system is our rest and digest so automatically you are sending signals to the body signals to the brain that i am safe and the body starts to, to calm it's our, our calm rest state so um just by taking a couple of deep diaphragmatic breaths then you can change your state straight away so this is why when people say take a breath it's because it's so powerful and it's doing so many things in the body straight away just by taking a deep belly breath and i think it's one thing as well that we become it's in society these days as well maybe you know breathing in the belly we don't want our bellies to stick out we can be very conscious of how we look and how that feels so we might be holding our bellies in you know for to, for our appearance purposes but that's actually impacting how we're breathing at the same time and we don't realize this is all unconscious behavior that's having another impact and do you know what sorry to interrupt jesse but i actually remember doing that when i was younger breathing in like all the time to try and have that flat belly it sounds awful and you know walking past our windows and mirrors and you're breathing in or breathing in when you walk into a room like holding your breath and that was from a very young age all to do with body image um so i think it's really um interesting you say that because it's true because we are encouraging people to do those deep belly breaths that really does involve letting your belly kind of you know yeah. <laughs> i'm not going to say hang out but you know but letting it go let it go let it go and um what you were saying about the parasympathetic nervous system i think um a lot of my listeners are mums and motherhood can be quite sympathetic dominant that we are on the go all the time that there's so many demands not necessarily externally but emotionally we're carrying our whole family's kind of worries we want everyone to be well yeah. we're looking with a carer aren't we mm -hmm. um and then obviously what happens is when you've got that dominance you're not in that rest and digest you're not in that repair that recovery state and i see um a lot of my clients like they'll change their diet and that's wonderful and they'll make all these kind of 
external changes. But if you're putting that food into a stressed system, into a stressed digestive system, we're geared towards running away from that inbox, that hypothetical tiger. And in those times, we don't need to digest so that all that nutrients not being utilized or absorbed. So this is so powerful because it has to come first. That breath work, and I'm breathing as I'm speaking to you because we do forget, it has to be there as well. It's a huge part of healing, isn't it, essentially? Huge part of healing, mm-hmm. absolutely. It is our life force. You know, yeah. Breath work. I, I said it before and I'll say it again, it's like the best kept secret. It's like to yes. Because yeah. we don't pay attention to it. And it's literally right there under our noses. And like the, the benefits of it, like you said, it will help your digestive system because it sends your body into a calm state. And the diaphragmatic breathing as well, as the diaphragm expands and it pushes down on our vital organs and, and as it releases, it's, it's working as a pump. And not only is it massaging all the vital organs, which I think always sounds nice, and it's um, stimulating our lymphatic system, which is our internal detox system. So it's, it's detoxing us. It's getting oxygen flowing freely to the cells, which for our cells is food. Our cells need oxygen to survive. And then it's improving the digestive system. And the benefits there at knock on from this are endless because if you're cells are happy and oxygenated they're going to be functioning effectively so you're going to feel more energized you're going to release any tension that you've got in the body you know if you're suffering from things like headaches or um insomnia or sleep you know disruptive sleep patterns this is all going to improve just from breathing effectively yeah yeah absolutely and and, you know if you think about how many environmental toxins are actually released into the environment you know we're breathing in a lot of stuff every day and we're breathing in a lot of toxic emotions as well you know we're carrying all of this kind of load you know it's all adding to our load and if we're not actually allowing it to come out um, you can see how that just builds up and builds up so how would you what advice or recommendations would you give someone say like um a busy mum on the go maybe suffers with anxiety or overwhelm just really really busy um how would they incorporate this into their daily lives what what would that look like yeah absolutely um so i would recommend to people to do it as much as they can but to start the day if it's possible to start the day or just to take five minutes and if you can't start with five minutes start with five breaths whenever you can if you can just pause when you've got a moment you can place your hand on your lower abdomen or on your belly and take five deep breaths (sighs) slow long inhales five and then if you can do it for a minute and then do it for two minutes. And I can totally understand being a busy mum, you've got kids screaming at you, you've got things that need to get done. So just whenever you can, um, something I like to do, I call a meditation. So I will sometimes do my breath work and meditation in bed before I get out or get up for the day. Because then when I'm get up for the day, I know I'm going to fall into this and this and this and this. So I'm, you know, if the alarm goes off or when you wake up, if you can just take five breaths then, or take a minute just to breathe and really center yourself and connect with your breath and just do that for yourself because by doing that for yourself you're going to feel calmer and more grounded and more focused as well to be able to tackle your day 
and then throughout the day because it's not I'm not saying do that for in the morning and you're all set because throughout the day things can still trigger you things can still come up so when you can remind yourself or when you can just pause if you're in a situation you're like this is too much I've got this going on and this going on just pause and take a breath take five breaths long slow inhales and let it go and that will help center you and the thing with breathing is it's a practice. It's a breathing practice. So we have to continue with it every day. And the more aware we become, sorry, the more we do it, the more aware we become of how we're breathing, the more we'll catch ourselves. So don't get me wrong. I still catch myself as well. There's something I joke about with my clients called tech apnea. So you could be on your phone and you're scrolling through and you're like, Oh, I'm holding my breath. I haven't even been breathing. And, you know, it can be like that when you're focusing on anything. If you're, you know, trying to get the task done or, you know, you're, trying to juggle a number of things at a time it's impacting your breath we clench our jaw don't we like yeah yeah I've noticed that we always like um ages ago when I was working in housing we had someone come in and talk to us about stress and that's the one thing I remember that um just down again check in with your jaw just open your mouth because otherwise we just we can't breathe with our mouth it's like clenched um so yeah absolutely and and I it is a practice. It is something that you have to remind yourself to do. And it's something you have to learn to kind of do consistently before it becomes, I'm sure, like with you, second nature. I know you still need to remind yourself, but it's such a big part of your health and who you are mm. that those reminders become easier. Do, do you find like it just becomes yeah. practice? Yeah, absolutely. And you, you become it's like second nature. So you, you realize, Oh, you, you pick yourself up on it or it happens less and less and less and less. Mm. Um, and the reason I say it's a breathing practice is because you can do all the work and you can continue breathing. You can, I've had all these breakthroughs and everything, but life still happens. Yes. And it's about how you manage life and live life. So if you've got these tools, if something does pop up then you're like, okay, I, I've got this, you know, and you can breathe because yeah. The one thing we do as well is um, I haven't talked much about how we control our breath with our emotions, but if we have any kind of an emotional experience, say for example, anger or sadness, and we don't feel safe enough to express it at the time. So maybe think about a scenario where you're a bit angry or you're a bit cross at someone and you're like, Oh, and like you said, we clench our teeth and our breath might change, but we don't express it. So we hold that in. If we're feeling an emotion of sadness, but we're like, oh, don't cry. can't cry in front of someone. And we hold that in. We're tensing our body in a different way. And another classic one is if you stub your toe, what do you do? <gughs> you hold your breath because you don't want to feel the pain. Swear really loudly, which I need to <laughs> Yeah, that's it exactly but we hold so much in related to our emotions and this is a lifetime of that that we're doing it so you can imagine starting from when we're children and we're told oh don't cry and even laughter don't laugh it's not appropriate so we hold all of that in so we take this through into our life and it becomes a pattern that we've kept um and it's only when we start to breathe we might be aware that we're holding this in and when we're breathing in this conscious connected way then we're accessing anything that we've stored and what we can do is release it. So that's what transformation breath does is I mentioned it works on the three levels, the physical, the mental, emotional, and the spiritual. So the technique itself, it's a conscious connected breath. So we could continuously breathing in and out without pausing during the session. And 
by doing this, we're going to allow ourselves to not only connect on those levels, but to access all those stored emotions that we can then release. And we do use sound and movement during the session as well, which is all um, really useful in changing our state and releasing this tension and changing our inner vibrations. So, um, yeah, it's super, super powerful. Yeah, and, and um, there's, there's so much I want to just pick up on there, especially with... Um you know, you mentioned stubbing your toe and I kind of made a joke about swearing. What I find is if I hurt myself, like burn myself or body pulls my hair or she hits me or, you know, or I knock myself, I just have to let so much out, so much anger. And I know it's not really that thing that caused the pain. It's suppressed emotion because I've not allowed it to come out in any other ways. I think this is quite deep kind of rooted stuff um that i'm very aware of and when you talk about like emotions and i think emotional regulation being able to regulate our own emotions is what's going to help us regulate our children's emotions as well i think it really is modeling that message um and breath work you're absolutely right. As a nation, we don't express, we don't articulate. It's really hard as mums, I would say, to articulate how we're feeling because we feel when we're feeling really um, in that dark place or we're struggling, we feel like we shouldn't feel that way and that we should be able to cope and that we should be able to do all the things and we should be grateful because we've got these wonderful little uh, bundles of magic. And I think then what happens is we suppress that because we feel that we shouldn't be, you know, saying it out loud. But if you can communicate some of those stresses through breath, which I think is what you're saying about this transformational, it's letting it come out, mm -hmm. um, hugely powerful. I think with that, then comes the ability to articulate and speak your truth and say how you feel and not feel any shame and blame around it. Um, I can certainly see that by managing the breath first. And you're right, like we, we need to integrate all parts of ourselves. There's no parts of ourselves that is bad, but there are lots of parts of ourselves that we don't understand and we store stuff and we hold trauma. And I always say that when you become a mum, all those parts of yourselves are kind of put on display on stage for everyone to see because, you know, children come along and they're kind of your best teacher. And if there's a bit that you need to work on, they'll bring that out for you. Oh, yeah. Um, and if we don't acknowledge that, it can feel like it can manifest in kind of medically sometimes, you know, a lot of women and mums that suffer with anxiety and depression, postnatal depression, it's actually more deep rooted in things like trauma and loneliness and isolation and not managing your breathing and, and, and those sides of things, nutritional deficiencies. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because it makes an awful lot of sense. And I think if you can, practice some transformational breath work daily and bring it into part of your routine that's going to have such an impact on how you're able to speak your truth and be you and your confidence and esteem do you see that do you see that being part of that sense of self yes a hundred percent Annie like you've explained it perfectly that's exactly it and it is like you said the the build-up of emotions it is so true it's like it's like a pressure cooker because we don't express it and then something small could come along and that could be the final bit that just 
the pressure cooker explodes and you're just like release of this emotion because we haven't been able to express it as and when it happens so it is hugely important because we've been taught and learned since we are children that we can't and society it's you know not safe for us to express ourselves so um it is really important to be able to to start to do that and it is one step at a time is accessing that because it's going to be uncomfortable unusual strange we're not used to it so it's just one step at a time you know how we feel safe enough to to really allow ourselves to feel whatever we're feeling and that's what it's about it's feeling those feelings because you're like oh that's uncomfortable oh that's scary oh i'm just going to keep that shoved down there um but then one day it will come out and so it's just about allowing yourself to access that and feel it and allow it to integrate into the body because once it's integrated it's gone and so then you can just move on and when the next emotion comes up you've got tools then to try and deal with it in a different way so it doesn't build up and doesn't just explode uh, it, you know you're able to manage it with your breath so if something was to uh, trigger you or something was to evoke an emotional reaction what does that look like now do you just kind of like you said you pause or you can tell me like how, how is that different now now you um use the transformational breath work how do you process that and move through it so i will say that any experience that you have is you're having it because it's teaching you something yeah i totally agree with that so i will pause and go okay what is this showing me because it's come in front of me for a reason it's because i need to learn something from this and so i I will then look at it in a different way. What is this showing me? What is this teaching me? And try and learn the lesson from it. And then once you've learned the lesson, it doesn't appear again until the universe says, oh, maybe you need to learn that again. Yes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, but it is. But emotional reactions, like I still do have emotional reactions and I do allow myself to feel them. You know, if I get cross, I'll get cross, but then I'll be like, okay, what happened there? Like, how did that come about? And just if there is, there's always still a lesson there. Or if I feel sad, I'll cry. I cry everything these days, Annie's, you know, TV, Me too. everything. <laughs> I do, because I just let those emotions flow. And um, then I do return to the breath and usually I'll get an insight as to what it was. Sometimes I don't because it could just be something that needed to release at the time. Um, but I fully understand and appreciate that we can't walk around the streets crying all day long. So it's just about us spending some time when we do connect with our breath and we are breathing and we give ourselves that time we will receive some insights so i talk about connecting on the three levels and um, the spirituality level for me is that connection with higher self and i do get insights as to you know what's going on and why that happened and how i can deal with things differently so that gives me another tool to then go out and handle things and um you mentioned obviously having children there as your biggest teachers which they absolutely are because there's this glorious little human who's there showing you everything that needs to be seen. They can be our mirrors. They can be our teachers. They are there. They're little gurus really, you know, teaching us so much. And it's about being able to, to see that and understand it and take it in whilst still managing it in an efficient way, you know, day to day, you've still got to carry on with your life. And absolutely. I mean, they reflect every part of you back. And like you were saying, every part is a lesson. It's a, it's a part of you that needs, maybe it has an unmet need and you need to give it a little bit more love, care, nourishment, attention. And it just helps you then become that more wholehearted 
person like absolutely and I think what happens is we step into blame and shame too easily as mums we're like oh I'm a bad mum or I'm not good at that or I should be good at that I should be doing this when actually if we could just sort of look at self-inquiry like what is this situation trying to tell me a lot of the time it's our inner critical voice um, that we're just incredibly hard on ourselves and a lot of the time also it's about other people it's other people's stuff it's not our stuff Um, so it's being able to separate that and see like what looking at through the lens of your own value system your belief system what is this trying to tell me it's it's growth isn't it it's learning Um, yeah I'm really like I've experienced it myself I find it really hard when I'm in one of those like situations and I'm triggered I had one the other day where I couldn't get Bonnie in her car seat and I was beginning to feel really anxious because it was dark outside and years ago I crashed my car on black ice so I don't really like driving in the dark at night you know there's logical reasons but it's going back to kind of previous experiences trauma and I brought all that into the present and actually she hadn't done anything wrong she just wanted to play around in the car and not get in her seat but it made me that the anger like I lost I felt like I lost control in myself um And afterwards, I was able to see that was much more my stuff. And I think when things like that happen, because they will happen, it is coming back to the breath. And I spoke to Dan and he was like, just breathe, just breathe. Like it's the first advice that we give each other. Um, and, and I think it's actually trusting that process because sometimes you feel like your life situation is so big. How can breathing possibly resolve this for me? But it allows you to shift your emotional state, as you said, into a place where you can see it from more, ah, compassion, learning, growth, what's going on here. It's never as bad as what it feels at the time. That's what I've learned. And, and, you know, you can patch things up. If you do have arguments or you lose it, like I was able to say sorry to Bonnie afterwards. I just wanted to keep her safe and get her home. And that's where the head stuff comes in, isn't it? We're actually just trying to keep safe. We're trying to look after ourselves and our children, um, which we need. But we need to equally come back to the body to do all that kind of compassion, that self-inquiry, that, um, yeah, self-study, that repair So I love that. And um, what does it look like then just in terms of what do the breaths, you talked about it, but if we were going to incorporate this into our daily lives, how long would you be breathing for? Like, do you breathe in for a certain amount of seconds and then release? Or what have you found to be most effective? And I'm sure there's loads of different breath techniques. There are actually, there are so many different breathing exercises and, and techniques that you can practice. So um, transformational breath is something that you would need to, to first experience with a facilitator okay. so to go to a, a workshop or a one-to-one session to have a full transformational breath session. Um, and then from there, you can start to do your own practice in the mornings. But just starting with breath work, like I said, you can start in the morning by just taking some conscious breath. Mm-hmm. and deep belly breaths. And that's the thing. So I talked about the diaphragm. It's getting the diaphragm moving really feeling the belly rise on the inhale just letting that go and then keeping the exhale nice and soft so just starting the day with with doing some of that um box breathing is another one which is really popular 
um, Navy SEALs actually use box breathing um, yeah. in their training and it helps with focus and clarity. So you can imagine Navy SEALs that the kind of situations that they would be in, that they use box breathing techniques to help them stay calm in those situations. So box breathing is um, when you breathe in the shape of a box and you breathe in to the count of four and then you hold your breath to the count of four. You breathe out to the count of four and you hold your breath to the count of four and you just continue that cycle. So I say to people starting out, start with a minute, build up to two, three. If you can do it for five minutes a day, that's another great technique. Um, there's an, another one that can help with calm and uh, sleep as well if you have trouble sleeping. And that's the four, seven, eight breath. So you can breathe into the count of four, hold to the count of seven, and then breathe out to the count of eight. Now, some people that are starting out have said they find it quite difficult to hold the breath for that amount of time and then exhale for that amount of time. And so I just invite them to play with the numbers and do what's comfortable for themselves. So if you can start with four, five, six, then four, six, seven, and then build up from there just to play with it because breath work doesn't have to be a rigid technique. It's not strict or anything like that. It's just getting us to breathe and start practicing. So it's what you connect with and what works for you and what you find yourself able to do easily. So, um, once you if you want to experience some transformational breath that will help because it's so powerful it helps you integrate any uh trauma or any tension release everything that you might be holding in your body and then continue a practice from there but that is definitely something you will need to do with a facilitator first um but there are other breathing techniques you can begin with at home uh, as well so just start with whatever you're comfortable with and take it from there and a great thing as well for mums is that there are some that you can do with your children. Yeah. So if the children want to do it with you, that's great to get them involved. And there are some fun ones that, that we can teach that the kids can do. Like um, I call it the take five where they can just breathe, tracing around their hand, breathing in and out. Um, and there's, there's a number of others that I can share, but it's just kids do copy us. So if they see you doing something, they'll want to get involved as well. So uh, there are some that you can do with the children, which will also massively help them as well as yourself. That's so cool. I um, I love that. And, and you're absolutely right. They do kind of copy us. And especially if we do something physically that they can see. I think a lot of the time it can make people feel uneasy. They can't see it you know we're not containing them we're obviously walking around really stressed and you can pick up on someone's energy of that but for a kid i think they're, they're so intuitive they'll pick up on that but they won't be able to see what's going on so if we can just say like we're feeling a little like however today so i'm going to do this and then it looks fun they can join in they can see it like absolutely it's involving them i absolutely love that I actually um, do it with my nieces and they love it. Every time I see them now, I was like, have you been practicing? And they'll sit there and they'll do those breathing exercises. And it's, my sister's so grateful. <laughs> so, a, um, you probably haven't seen this, but this is an episode of Bing where um, they're talking about breathing out the angry and they blow it at the clouds. And I just, you know, I love that. I love those kind of visual things. It's really important as we've spoken about to regulate our own emotions and then in turn, you know, help our children regulate theirs. And it's not about perfectionism. It's not getting it right all the time, but it's recognizing when it could be different uh, and changing that. Um, 
Thank you so much. Is there anything, this has been so informative and actually what, what I will say like to everyone, go and check out Jesse's Instagram because you've talked about your past and you've talked about how that's changed your life by doing the breath work. And I, when I watch you and I speak to you and I see your videos, you kind of get this energy of like, you're someone that is self-connected. Like, and, and, and I can pick that up in people. Um, so I just, yeah, really, really um, encourage people to go and check out your page. You've got such useful information on there. Where can we find you? Have you got a website as well? And Yes, absolutely. Thank you for that, Annie. Yes, you can, um, on my Instagram, there is a link that you can um, actually access all of my information through there. So I do have a website. It's jessielote.com. Um, you can contact me directly through there and I do post on my Instagram and website workshops that I have coming up and uh, where I do individual sessions and I do post videos and recordings as well like you mentioned so there's actually a five minute guided breathing session that I've got on my Instagram at the moment so you can click and just um, follow that so it's just five minutes a short one just to, to introduce you to it and see how that feels um, but yeah, please contact me anytime if you've got questions or you want to know more about breath work and, you know, any type of breath work, um, or breathing exercises that you want to start with and then more about transformational breath as well. So thank you, Annie. Oh, amazing. And is there anything else you want to leave us with or is that, um, we've covered so much, like, um, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. No, thank you for having me on here. No, I, I guess, like you said, we've covered so much. It's just, you know, take each day and each moment at a time. Yeah. You, know, you have to race ahead and you don't have to be a certain way at a certain time. It's just take a breath <laughs> and take it from there. So just continue and practicing. Love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, there we go. Another awesome episode. Thank you, Jesse, And thank you, everyone, for listening. If you would like to find out more or get in touch with Jessie, I have put the link to her website in the show notes, along with her social media platforms. If you would like to find a transformational breathwork coach in your area, you can go to the transformationalbreathwork.co.uk website and search for a facilitator there. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please let me know. And if you're feeling super inspired, as always, please leave a review. I have a closed community for mums on Facebook. It's called the BU Mum Community. It's a fun, safe space to connect with other mums on their own health journeys, as well as find inspiration, information, and get empowered to reconnect with you so you can grow into your best self. So please do come along and join, spread the love and share your magic. I will be back next week with another episode of the Be You Mum podcast. So in the meantime, have a great week, everyone.